Hello listeners and followers of Upahamu Africa and the Monkey Cage. Welcome to another episode from the African Politics Summer Reading Spectacular where we discuss new books on politics in Africa. My name is Amita Maklo, an anthropol artist at Cornell University working with the Ufahamu Africa team. Remember, you can read these articles on the Monkey Cage's website and for our first-time listeners, the Monkey Cage is a blog on everything politics and political science. Thank you for tuning in. Now let's talk politics. This week's article is written by Laura C. and it reads, Apartheid casts a long shadow across South Africa. Andrew Hardens' new book, These Are Not Gentle People, takes a deep look at community fear and mistrust. In 2003, I took a few days after a conference to travel in South Africa's KwaZulu-Natal province. I rented a car, managed to avoid a wreck while driving on the left for the first time, and drove north from Durban. My first stop was Ikpaupo, where South African writer Alan Payton set one of my favorite books, 1948's Cry the Beloved Country. The book tells the story of injustice and fear in South Africa's then new apartheid state. It includes one of my favorite passages in literature. For it is the dawn that has come, as it has come for a thousand centuries, never failing. But when that dawn will come of our emancipation, from the fear of bondage and the bondage of fear, why? That is a secret. Before and during my trip, just about everyone I consulted, friends, hotel desk clerks, fellow conference attendees, warned me about driving in South Africa as a young white woman alone. Keep your purse in the trunk, they cautioned. Don't open the windows for anyone and don't hesitate to drive through a red light if someone approaches your car. The unspoken subtext was that, by default, I should be afraid of black men who would attack at any time without warning. Despite the massive social changes that had occurred a decade before, fear still ruled the day. Of course, those fears were overblown. I was completely safe, experiencing generous hospitality from almost everyone I encountered. My trip through this beautiful region ended with no trouble whatsoever. I couldn't help but think of that trip and Peyton's words when reading Andrew Hardens' magnificent and heartbreaking new book. These are not gentle people. Two dead men, 40 suspects, the trial that broke a South African town. Harden tells the story of the 2016 murders of two young black men, Samuel Chitma and Simon Jubeba, in a rural area near the town of Paris in South Africa's Free State. This deftly written book reveals how an all-consuming sense of fear and mistrust caused the murders and undermined the efforts to bring justice to the victims' families. The rest of the book tells the story of the police investigation and legal case. In doing so, Hardin explores questions of fear, race and equality in post-apartheid South Africa, drawing a portrait of a community in which individuals of different racial groups are still very much afraid of one another. This lack of connection, trust and knowledge creates a vicious cycle, creating misunderstanding, fear and more mistrust. 
For example, why do these farmers have a private security network in the first place? And what made them think it was okay to attack the two men rather than simply wait for the police to arrive? As the narrative unfolds, we learn that there had been several rural attacks on and murders of white people which prompted the farmers to organize. The long shadow of apartheid in which white people did not face consequences for attacking black people looms, with the farmers believing in their absolute right to self-defense with or without the law around. At the same time, though, after he goes to complain to the police about needing more formal protection, one of those farmers is bewildered to learn that the rates of murders and sexual assaults are much higher in Paris's all-black townships, with several occurring every month. How would he distribute resources in such circumstances, asks the police chief. Fear, anger and violence are prevalent within groups too, a point brought home as the wife of one of the accused farmers realizes that her husband has a long history of violence and abuse and believes that he is absolutely capable of doing the things of which he is accused. While the narrative certainly focuses on trying to figure out the truth of what happened to Jubeba and Chikha and actually who killed them, these are not gentle people is more nuanced than a typical true crime narrative. It focuses less on the gory details of the crime scene or the detective story, though we do learn about those things as necessary to advance the narrative. Hardin approaches the story with care and grace, showing the callous racism of most of the farm families and their lack of concern for having possibly beaten two men to death. Chika and Jubeba died after being beaten by a large group of white farmers, all of them Afrikaners and most of whom were related to one another. Beyond that, the fact of the case is unclear. Both black men had approached the farm family's patriarch either to ask for unpaid wages or to rob him. They may or may not have had a gun. The patriarch hit a panic button and the two men began to run through the pastures, ultimately chased down by about 40 white men who had received a message to respond after the patriarch used the panic button to alert private security network. He also deftly and gently portrays the anguish of the two murdered men's families whom no one bothers to inform of their murders. The two families, in fact, are often left in the dark about important days for the court case until a journalist, who I assume is Hardin himself, informs them. Ruth Kokota, Chika's mother, is a central character in the narrative. When she learns of the murders, she leaves her job as a housekeeper for one of the farm families, moves to a township in Paris and begins to experience much more economic and emotional precarity. Throughout the case, the magistrate, attorneys, and most witnesses have trouble keeping straight whose body is which, adding indignity and insult to the tragedy. Ultimately, these are not gentle people is a heartbreaking reflection on the complications of reconciliation and unity in a country still racked by political corruption, greed, and social inequality. I won't spoil the ending here. But Hardin skillfully shows that South Africa has a long way to go towards becoming the rainbow nation. For many in the country, Peyton's dawn of emancipation still seems a faraway hope. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Do not forget to follow Ufahamu Africa and the Monkey Cage on social media. I am Ami Tamaklo and I wish you a spectacular rest of your day.
You can find more episodes, show notes, and transcripts on our website, ufamuafrica.com. This podcast is produced and managed by Megan DeMint, with help from production assistants Chukufunanya Ikachukwu, Alex Kozak, and Ami Tomaklo. We are generously supported by the Carnegie Corporation of New York and receive research assistance from Cornell University and the University of California, Riverside. Our music is courtesy of Kevin McLeod. Until next week, Safiri Salama. 